Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere takes us to Queens in New York City, where police are now looking for a man caught on surveillance video late Easter Sunday night. That video reportedly shows the man break into a shop through a window, grab something from inside the window, and then make a fast getaway. Well, as fast as he could go, considering he committed the crime with two young children in tow. And when the ice cream shop's owner got to inventorying what was left behind, it was found that the man took no ice cream, no frozen yogurt, and no cash. All the dude stole was a jar of sprinkles. <laughs> well, I don't blame him for passing up the yogurt part there, Cliff. I don't... You, don't like, you don't like frozen yogurt? Not at all. Really? I'll tell you the problem with yogurt. Okay. To me, anyway. If yeah. you get, like, the vanilla-flavored yogurt... Yeah. It's almost vanilla-tasting... But not quite. It doesn't, like, tickle my palate whenever I'm trying to eat it. That's, and I, so that's one of the requirements for your food, is that it tickle your palate. I have to have my palate tickled a little bit. It has to have, like, a good vanilla flavor to it, and it never quite gets there. Are you that way with uh, yogurt? No. <laughs> you think it actually tastes? I think it tastes okay, actually, yes. You think it tastes like a good vanilla? Yes. I mean, if you get the good kind, you're probably just buying the cheap kind. No, trust me, this place in Evansville is not cheap at all. There is nothing cheap about this place. No. No. Welcome to the Morning Road Show, the show that is done for radio with the Dyson Vacuum Company has done for sucking. Hold it. Hold it. I, I need to work on that, Cliff, while you do the news update. I need to rephrase a little bit there. Uh, Cliff, what's happening yeah. at 7 this morning? Let me work on this. Let me get with the after, and I think I could probably help you with that. Okay, all right. Yeah, right. I think we're going to have to take the vacuum company out, Cliff. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to have to do. You can't no, compare no. yourself to that. No. There's nothing wrong with comparing yourself to a vacuum company. It's the, the use of the word sucking. Yeah, but that's what a vacuum does, and so I don't know how to get away from that. You, know, you see, the, the guy who founded the uh, Dyson, I'm assuming his name is Dyson, <laughs> Probably. He, he In those commercials, he always he doesn't say the word sucking. He uses the word suction. That his vacuum cleaners don't lose suction. He so, doesn't say they suck hard. They just don't lose suction. The morning road show doesn't lose sucky? That doesn't sound very good <laughs> no, either. No, no, That doesn't sound good at all, Cliff. No, no, no. Say, say it again. What's, what's, what's the motto again that you're working on? The Morning Roadshow does for radio what the Dyson Vacuum Company has done for... Suction. I still don't like that word in there, Cliff. It just... Uh, <laughs> let me work on this some more. We, this neighborhood in Jacksonville, Florida, has a problem that's sort of the answer to Clara Peller's question. Some will remember her as the little old lady who got famous in the Wendy's commercials back in the 1980s by saying, Where's the beef? Except in this instance... On Zane Michael Lane in Jacksonville, the beef is still on the hoof. Authorities don't know how they got there, but there seem to be four cows wandering around through the yards and streets of that neighborhood, doing what cows do, which is mostly eating and pooping, all in relative oblivion to neighborhood activities. 
One neighbor told a TV station that she set off her car alarm in an effort to get the cattle to move along, but there was no real sense of urgency at all. They just continued eating her grass and meandering through the yards. And another said when she started her lawn irrigation system in an attempt to get them to clear off the yard, they just drank the water. In fact, there really seems to be nothing that can get them to move along or at least hoof it out of town. And some are calling the situation utter chaos. <laughs> you know, it's weird, Cliff, how all these years later you can remember that lady's name. Because when you mentioned it earlier on the news yeah. update, I went, I yeah. knew exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> and yet some famous movie stars and TV stars, I can't think of their names. I mean, I, you know, you say their name, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. But that old lady. And, and, and basically... Her entire, um, it was three words. Where's the beef? <laughs> I'm not sure, Cliff, I actually believe this number in this survey. What's that? And perhaps you can help us out. Okay. The uh, numbers I read this morning says, on average, it takes parents mm -hmm. 45 hours to name an unborn child. <laughs> That's a lot of discussion for a name. Now, when you were naming your daughter... Yeah. Do you think you came anywhere close to that kind of uh, timage, if that's a word, timage? A timage. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you split 45 hours up into two, mom and dad, then each spend, what, 22 and a half hours going over the possible names and thinking about names? I would say probably we... Okay, so most of that was... On mom's part, I really kind of just went along with it. <laughs> but on the other hand, um, I would say that's probably accurate, yeah. I mean, you, you're looking at it from your man's perspective. I think a woman spends a lot more time thinking about a baby name. I'm thinking of it looking at my name. You can't put much effort into weed. There just can't be much effort <laughs> well, there, Cliff. It's like clearly, clearly. No one has really put much effort into weed. <laughs> yeah, No. I don't put much effort into weed. It's like it's like my dad woke up one day and walked outside in the yard, and it's the first thing he saw, and he went, that's good enough. Then we'll call him that. <laughs> well, Cliff, I know we all get aggravated sometimes whenever we're trying to read the terms of something, and, you know, an attorney has written it, and it's like oh, kind yeah. of really Terms and conditions, yeah. Yes, and it really makes yep. no sense. I can't make heads or tails out of it. It's, it's difficult, yes. But there's a reason why they do that. And this story comes out of Taiwan. Okay. It's kind of unbelievable that this actually worked for this gentleman. But uh, a guy there in Taiwan got married last year. Yeah. And there are some local labor laws there that gave him eight paid days off from his job at the bank for getting married. Okay. Which is pretty nice right there, I would think. I, I would agree with that. But once those eight days were over with, the guy divorced the woman. <laughs> Wait, did, he, did he get more time off for a divorce? No. Oh, okay. But then he married her again and got eight more days off. <laughs> and again. And again he did it. And out of 37 days, Cliff, yeah. he took off work, paid for getting married 32 of those 37 days. <laughs> Now, the bank, they're really sharp. They finally caught on and went, hey, this can't be right. This can't be yeah. right. No, you're right. You know, after four times, you're marrying the same woman. So he filed a complaint with the labor board there in Taiwan. Yeah. 
and he won. Oh, he did? <laughs> they said it's unethical what he did, but according to the rules that you all wrote, it's very legal for him to do that. Yeah. And then they find the bank $700 for not wanting to pay him. That's pretty sad all the way around, isn't it? Read this story will do two things. Introduce us to a new lexicon of the social media world and see what ends people will go to, you might say. Everyone knows what a selfie is. And Google reports that for many age groups, one in every three photos taken with their cell phone camera is the shot that someone has made of themselves, their face, in a mirror, or just holding the camera up. Many of those selfies, of course, find their way onto social media, and many are also posted by those who have accounts with online dating sites. But a survey by Dating.com shows that while selfies are appreciated by their clients, there's another shot those folks like even more. And apparently not only getting the shots, but also sending them as well. In fact, 89% of respondents in the survey said they've connected online with someone by either receiving or sending a Belfie. And 36% of those who said they've never taken a Belfie said they'd give it a shot. And by this time, you might be asking what a Belfie is, and I'll tell you. A Belfie is a selfie of your butt. <laughs> Well, I'm in that 37% category, Cliff. I've never done that in my life. Have you? I can't say that I have. But would you give it a shot? Well, I'm thinking, Cliff. Yeah. You know, on our uh, Facebook page, we got yeah. the little candle things up there as our big profile picture. Yeah. Perhaps, yes. if that's as popular as your story says, perhaps we, we should put a Belfie up there on our uh, <laughs> picture. We should put pictures of our butt on the Weed and Cliff Facebook page. I think page. we should now, Cliff. What do you think? Mm. You're mm. a professional photographer. You can uh, Photoshop <laughs> it and make it look pretty good, can't you? Huh? Oh, so you want your butt to look better than it actually does, is what you're saying. Well, isn't that social media in a nutshell right there? <laughs> okay, yeah. It's a filter now, isn't it? That's exactly it's a butt right. filter. Cliff, I can't get the angle right on my uh, camera here. <laughs> no, seriously. I've been working on it ever since you talked you about know, the belly. Seriously? Yes. You've... You've dropped your drawers in the control room and are trying to take a picture of your backside. Well, no, I didn't do that part. I mean, oh. not that. Just, oh. you know, behind-the-scenes picture oh, there. okay. Pants probably, included. Oh, oh, you've got your pants up. Yes, yes, but I can't oh, get the angle right. Okay. Well, that would have been embarrassing if I just sent you my picture then, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't send me that. So I'm thinking maybe we won't be able to do this on our profile picture, well, Cliff, on Weeding Cliff in the morning. See, and I don't, I'm trying to just go over through my head. I don't believe at the radio station there's a mirror that could give you the right angle. I think they're all up too high. <laughs> and it's hard to ask a friend to drop by and yeah. take yeah. that picture. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, no, I don't have a friend that good. <laughs> Although it would be a favor. it would be cool, Cliff, if you would send the picture that you've got, and I'd send mine yeah. with the pants, and yeah. we could put that on there like a contrast in style. Or we could go <laughs> with the old uh, egg carton brawl that we took years ago. <laughs> oh, no. huh? We could put that on there. Oh, I, th I thought we'd all forgotten about that. <laughs> oh, no. How could you forget that? 
And, you know, I, and if you have I, forgotten, perhaps I, we could remind you with a picture thrown up there on her Facebook yeah, page. Uh, yeah. Mm, it would look mm, better mm, than mm. those candles, don't you think? Probably, yeah. You're probably right it would. <laughs> of course, the tax deadline extended to May 17th. Yes. And that's when you have to have them postmarked and mailed in. Is right. it just me, or do you also find it difficult to find an envelope that'll hold your 1040, your check made out to the IRS, and your right arm? I'm having trouble <laughs> finding this, Cliff. Well, <laughs> Maybe I'm shopping at you the mean, wrong place. You, your right arm? <laughs> Even with my right arm length, okay, I can't find an envelope um, long enough. No, perhaps you need to have your taxes prepared by someone else. Like a professional. Yeah, if you're mailing your right arm into the IRS, you probably need to find a new tax preparer. It's time for Take It to the Bank. As perhaps you might have heard on the Midwest Digest, of the nearly 12 million people in the state of Ohio, roughly 2 million live in the region that is known as Appalachia. And that is the correct pronunciation, Weed. It's not Appalachia. Or Appalachia. It's Appalachia. And that region runs all the way, actually, from the southwest counties of New York State to the northeast counties of Mississippi. Appalachia is in parts of 13 states. And you can take that to the bank. There you go, Cliff. That's our take it to the bank. Wow. Special well, guest, yes, Max, Max Armstrong. Max Armstrong contributing Take It to the Bank today. Yes, he did. Complete with uh, kind of a linguistics lesson on the proper pronunciation of Appalachia. I didn't know how to pronounce it. He he, he could have included some of the other um, linguistics uh, studies, uh, dialectology and so forth, that showed that the word Appalachia is actually an old Native American word that means married his cousin. No, it didn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Man, do you hate this part of the program. Man, do you hate it. Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Utter chaos. <laughs> number two. A belfie is a selfie of your butt. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, you can't put much effort into weed. Cliff? Yes? Can we go back to number two for just a second? Sure. You know, I really thought that we'd be um, flooded with belfies. (laughs) And I'm so glad that we weren't, because that was my fear after we started talking about that. I thought that we were, uh, our text line was going to be just chalk full of butts <laughs> and there was one threat but then he chickened out yes he did yes <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message thanks again for listening to the new weed and cliff podcast